Hi, everyone. This is Tech in the City from the MediaWorks Studio Network. I'm Yvonne Pilon, your host. You may know me as the girl who regularly is talking about the fact that you don't have to leave Windsor to work with tech's biggest players. We may be a small pond, but we have Uber potential. For all the latest local tech news, make sure to follow the Tech in the City hashtag on all major social media platforms or sign up for WeTech's monthly Tech It Out newsletter. Today in studio, I am joined by Gio Petrucci. He is the owner and designer of Geographic. Geographic is the business or is in the business of elevating businesses. Gio, welcome to Tech in the City. Hello. And I think I may have butchered your uh, your intro, so I'm going to give you a chance right now <laughs> to completely tell me more about who you are. And I've I've known you for a number of years yeah. and I've admired all that you've accomplished at such a young age. So tell our listeners more about yourself. Uh, well, I'm Gio. I'm from Windsor originally. Um, I... Honestly, if I had to like summarize who I am, I'm just like still that awesome. goofy kid that I was like forever ago, just like in the skin of an adult. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like running a business, trying to make his vision happen. Now, Gio, when did you start the geographic design company? It'll be three years in March. Yeah. And if you don't mind, how old are you? I'm 31. I think that's important to know. And I think about what you have in your hands or right next to you right now. And I have stickers that have been created by you and you've really <laughs> built, but no, just to give people an understanding yeah. of who you are in terms of your age and then, um, you know, how long your company's been around, but what about your educational path? So I went to, I did a year at St. Clair uh, in graphic design and then I transferred to OCAD in Toronto. And mm -hmm. so I did my undergrad there in graphic design as well. And then I ended up staying there for another four or five years, just working in design. <laughs> I've just so been did doing you always life. want to be a graphic designer or? Well, it was that thing when I was a kid, like I, it's the stereotype with all yeah. creatives where, yeah. you know, oh, like I, as soon as I could pick up a pencil, I could draw Like that yeah. was me, but it was, I got to a point where I really didn't know what I wanted to do with my life. And it was, uh, my mom actually told me, she was like, there's, you can go into design and there's a school in Toronto. Yeah. And this is something you could do that you could actually like make money off of. And so I was like 17 and then started setting up the plan to make it happen. And so, you know, over a decade so later. So you've worked with a lot of companies as a graphic designer, yeah. but then you made the kind of move to become an entrepreneur. So what what were your deciding factors? I'm going, I'm going to work for someone else too. I'm going to work for myself. Honestly, when I was working agency side, it was like, I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of mm -hmm. vision and mm -hmm. I don't mean that to sound like egotistical. It's just, yep. it's who I am. Yep. And so working in an environment where there are a lot of cooks in the kitchen, I just could never really get my vision across when it would be developing something for a client. Whereas if I kind of cut out the middleman and was able to just call the shots and to work with a client directly, much better. Yeah. It was always, it just, the yeah. work is way yeah. better. I, it was always diluted. Yeah. I always be like, I'm not, I'm not happy. Well, it's always like you're your own boss, right? You can, you can call, oh God, you, know, yeah. <laughs> you can build your strategy. You can choose who you work for, what you work on. Absolutely. So do you regret that decision? Absolutely not. Clearly not. Because, I would never go back. <laughs> because right next to Geo right now is a book and I, I know the logo <laughs> and I think anyone in the tech space knows Amazon. Um, so I want you to talk about um, this whole gig with Amazon and uh, it's pretty exciting and you, you keep talking about this email. So tell us more about this Amazon holiday guide, how it came about um, and really what it was like to work with such a big brand like Amazon. So it was about uh, in the spring, like early spring, I got a message on Instagram actually from uh, a friend of mine who I hadn't really seen in years. And 
he was like, hey, what's your email? I have a potential job for you. And so I was like, okay, here's my email. I'm like not thinking of it because yeah. I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. And so I get his, his like work email and it was like Andrew at Amazon. <laughs> and I was like, what? I had no idea that he worked for Amazon. Yeah. Like truly never, never knew that. And so he gave me like the email was so, the thing with working with these guys is like they're, you know, they're international, they're major. Yeah. So they were on the money. Like they had everything organized. Laid out exactly what was the deliverables, timelines. It was like yeah. a, a dream. Yeah. Honestly, it was easy. A very structured dream. Yeah, But it was structured, but they gave me like free reign to do whatever I wanted. Like they were like, just great. Come yeah. up with some concepts and then we'll pick them and then go from there. And it was like, like if you look at this, like it is 100% geo with an Amazon logo on it, which is so cool. Cause you wouldn't think traditionally a large company would give you that flexibility, right? They'd have an, they'd have a vision. This is what we want to look with. Mm -hmm. But you're telling me today that it was very flexible. I think it was just for this in particular. It was uh, like a, not a one-off. They've been doing it for seven years, but it was for specifically for like the showcase that they did for the holidays in September mm -hmm. in Toronto. And it was, you know, showing all the new products for 2019, 2020. Mm -hmm. um, and then it, it was like a, they only had printed a hundred. And so it was basically like invite only. Yep. So it was like media that would come and kind of see like what they could put their like holiday gift guides together for through the products that are sold on Amazon. So you got an email on Instagram, you got a basically an overview of what it looks like. What happened from there? How long did you work on this project? What was your inspiration? And and we will make sure to share um, any type of content that we can with our followers as mm -hmm. well to show them exactly what we're talking about. So basically he touched base uh, in the spring and I said, I'm 100% in. Uh, and then I started in June. And then I basically, I think I submitted it at the beginning of August. It was a couple months. It was, the back and forth was easy. It was just, it was one of the best experiences ever because it was just back and forth. They, and like for me, when people are like, would you say your experience was prime? <laughs> Sorry, I had to. I totally had to. Totally had oh to. my God, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> no, seriously, it was, it was really awesome. Like I, I couldn't have asked for better. They were, they were on it. I was on yeah. it. Like I, they work how I work. Yeah. It's I'm I'm very like the way I run my business is yeah. just like I need it to be on point. And I can say this because Gio and I have worked together. Yeah. He actually designed our uh, my sister and I's branded sister stuff. So I know how diligent he can be even as friends, which is awesome. Yeah, I, I just honestly I, as, I don't know what else I would do. And so for me to like I just putting the energy into it is is. It makes it's a no brainer. So you me. talked about the best part being, you know, that open creativity aspect mm -hmm. that they said you can design this. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say there's a I'm sure there's never a worse part. But like, what did you learn through this process? Right. You're working with Amazon, right? Uh, I learned that I am. I'm like worth it. Yeah. As not, a, I'm so glad you said that. You know that's I mean? where I, want, I felt like I hope this, you know, was kind of a stamp, although you didn't need that stamp. But but it's that thing where I, you don't need it, but it's nice to know yeah. where if they, they come to you and they say, we love your work and we want you, we want to partner with you. That in itself is, is like the validation, even though I know, like you said, I don't need it from anybody, but we all like it because yeah. we're human where we don't yeah. think we never think we're worthy. Yeah. We never think that, yeah. you know, like, Oh, I'm the shit. Like, cause I don't yeah. go, I, I don't yeah. think that like, yeah. I'm not the best designer. I'm not the best anything, but yeah. I am me. And therefore I'm in my lane. I stay in that lane and yeah. I, Move forward with it. And and the competition is always very it's very fierce it's in graphic real. design, right? The same in photography, mm -hmm. right? So having this experience, I think, is um is pretty amazing. So what was your favorite part? Like when you look at that book, what are you most proud of? I don't know if it's pride is the word, but it's it's the fact that it is it just it screams geo. Yeah. Like it's just <laughs> they literally said, do whatever you want. And then I showed them this con like it's the digital yeah. collage. If anybody yeah. knows my work, yeah. Like digital collage is something I've been doing for literally yeah. over 10 years. Yeah. 
and uh, it was it's it just it says Geo, and the fact that it's like it's a partnership. Yeah, that it very much was that, and so that to me is like yes. And will this partnership continue? Is this kind of open the door for you to work with Amazon again? And what was the feedback? Was there any feedback from uh, from Amazon? <laughs> I asked for testimonial, yeah. and it was probably one of the best. Ooh, what is it? Do you remember? Uh, it was basically saying like in the seven years, yeah. I don't, like okay, people listening, I am not saying this with ego. I'm just <laughs> saying what they said. <laughs> um, I'm literally repeating. I'm just repeating. What yeah, like I'm not being this uh, maybe an came asshole. from Jeff Bezos. No, yeah, no, 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 no. But they said that in the seven years that they've been doing this book, that it was the best one. That yeah. they said it was the the most seamless, like just the interactions that we had, like everything about it. They said it was like great, and that we, and that they would probably work with me in the future, yeah. which to me is worth its weight. Can anyone you know? find this? So you said it was invite only that the people that got this, but can people would people see this in Windsor? Or is it something they can read online? The book? Yeah. Um, or is it? I don't. Yeah. I think that they uh, last year I saw last year's and they had a digital mm-hmm. copy. I know that I submitted one. I don't know yeah. where. Yeah, I haven't asked. I can definitely look it up. Yeah. But if you want to see it, you can go yeah. to uh, my Instagram. <laughs> yes, and I'm sure we'll share pictures. So, yeah. <laughs> um, part of the reason why, and not only to brag about, you know, working with Amazon, and in fact, it's funny when you said, you know, this all came from an email on one of the first podcasts here mm. was with Kat Pasquatch from Culture Shock Jewelry, and she got the Vanity Fair UK yeah. gig again, all leading or stemming from an Instagram message or, or at least notification, which is really cool. But it's also about that you know, this notion that you can't work with big companies locally. And I think that's just something that, you know, we need to debunk. And sometimes it's it's a little bit harder to get on the radar, Mm -hmm. but you did that. And what I, what also I wanted to talk about is the fact that I know you left and I think you went out West and you came back. So, um, what do you say to those who think you need to move to be able to succeed, um, in like bigger cities? I mean, for me, like I can only speak from my experience, but I think having left and come back, it's gotten me where I'm at as far as like my perspective on not even just business or design, but also life. I just, I, it's made me who I am Mm -hmm. today. I, Mm -hmm. I, as much as I love Windsor and it's where I'm from, it's my roots, but the experiences that I had going elsewhere are, have helped me to get to where I'm at today. For anybody who thinks, honestly, the internet is so powerful. Yeah. Like you don't need, yeah. Yeah. You just, you, you have to match your kind of drive. Yeah with you I don't I don't know how to describe it but like you just need to be uh, you gotta hustle you yeah. like I said you're hustling with <laughs> yeah. everyone and and yeah. you're working with Amazon I know you've worked with other agencies locally and mm-hmm. you know when you go onto their websites it's it's Puma it's Ford it's Chrysler yeah. it's some of the biggest brands and again it's like we just need to constantly tell that again that you don't need to live in in in, in a, a big city to work with these brands in mm-hmm. fact they are they're they're just as disposable to you with the internet yeah. and with connectivity than they are if you were in Toronto. It all honestly it, it comes down to the relationship that you yeah. build with them. Yeah. Like if you're good at what you do, number one, yeah. you work hard and you're likable. Like yes. one thing that has stuck with me. And you are me, very likable. <laughs> thank you. Uh, I, I don't know. One thing that has stuck with me though from when I was like in school was one of my teachers said, you know, when you're because the program that I was in, as much as it got me like I learned a lot it was really they groomed you to work in agency life like there was Mm no entrepreneurial anything it was very we're gonna shoot you out into the world to be able to work at an agency Mm -hmm. as like a junior senior Mm -hmm. whatever and so when I was there one of my teachers Karen Simpson she said to me well to the class you know if you get in the door if you get an interview you already know that your credentials are enough. Mm-hmm. What's going to get you the job is if I like you and I want yes. to see your face every yes. day. Yes. And that so stuck true, with yeah. me. Yeah. It was be likable. Yeah. yeah. Be a yeah. human. Yeah. And that to me has, 
it's gotten me. Well, there's a perfect yeah. segue to the next question because you talked about, you know, you're, you were conditioned to go to agency land when in fact, when you really think of graphic designers, it's very equal to the whole gig worker. So yeah, for those totally. listening that don't know kind of the gig economy, it's really your freelancer community. Yes. And a lot of graphic designers are freelancers. So what do you, advice do you have uh, um, for other gig workers? Because um, if you look at the stats, um, one in five Canadian workers are currently engaged in the gig economy. So that's millions of people. So mm-hmm. what advice do you have? And, and also, how do you keep yourself motivated, organized, and, and profitable? Because you and, have, you and I have had many conversations. I've had many other conversations with other freelancers. You're not only getting the work done, but you got to build a pipeline. So yeah. what advice do you have for other people who are, who are in the gig world? Talk about what you do to anyone who will listen. <laughs> like literally. Like this. <laughs> yeah, I talk about what I do to anybody mm-hmm. who will listen. And it's, if people know that's what I do, then they will refer back to it. Because mm-hmm. if I'm not, if not, if I'm not my own hype man, you know what I mean? And going back to like the motivation thing, like I love what I do. Yeah. I couldn't see myself doing yeah. anything else. And the idea of it, yeah. of not succeeding, yeah. I think it was instilled in me as a child where it's like, you have to do something with your life. Mm-hmm. That has been in me forever. And so, but it was like, it took me a little while to like really put it into the Mm -hmm. right channels. Mm -hmm. But now that I'm at that point where it's, I'm like I said before we start recording, when you see things starting to manifest and you're like, oh, you see the horizon, that's that's what keeps me going. Like you're you're, you're there kid, like keep keep pushing and then you're gonna get to where you wanna be. And then, you know, and then you keep going from there. Is there any big goals that are that you're looking to achieve, uh, even 2020 goal? 2020, I, I would love to be at the point where I, I would love to travel for work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm in Toronto a lot yeah. for work, but yeah. I, I mean, like, I would love to get some yeah. larger clients that are more international um, to kind of scale. I, wa- I just want to scale the business mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I would love to have potentially employees mm-hmm. just to kind of, because mm-hmm. I, I can't do it just yeah. like, I'm, I'm a one person yeah. shop right now. Yeah. Well, that's always, like I said, part of the challenge, right, is you need to keep the bookkeeping in place, follow up on invoices, create a pipeline of new opportunities, brand yourself, right? You're branding companies, but it's always difficult to actually brand yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah, totally. Like to talk about myself as much as I I can talk forever. But (laughs) no, no, that's 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 really great. And I think there's so much opportunity now to be able to travel. In fact, I believe they actually have programs where like freelancers like yourselves. Um, can just land in different parts and kind of work on what they're working on. And mm-hmm. um, I, I forget the names of them, but there's there are tons of it. So when you look back on your career, what was the one best thing you did right? And what was the one thing that you did? Um, I wouldn't say worst thing you did, but thing you would do differently. Mm-hmm. The best thing? I mean, everything that I've done has led me to where I'm at today yeah. and I'm happy with yeah. that. So it, no matter if it was like a shitty kind of situation where I was like, I don't know if I should have done that or I shouldn't have taken on that project mm-hmm. or whatever i think the the at this point is listening to myself mm-hmm. following through mm-hmm. um cuz you know a lot of people have ideas and these grand visions of what they want to make happen mm-hmm. but they never do it mm-hmm. like and you know you're like mm-hmm. that you're mm-hmm. like me where i told you this a couple of years ago i was like yeah what you are doing and accomplishing, and I'm not trying to be, you know, oh, smoke up your ass, but like, this is why he's on the show. No, I'm just no, kidding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm pulling a favor. Uh, no. no, but seriously, like the way that you are just kind of doing everything is that like, I want to be that person yeah. in my own field, yep. you yep. know, and it, it takes yeah. work. It's, it's work, it's hustle, it's yeah. hunger. Um, and like I said, it's uh, uh, the thing too, is everyone has the capability of doing it. Oh, yeah. That's something I always think about. You know, I'm not necessarily smart at one thing. I'm not strong. I didn't, wasn't academically like gifted. Yeah. It's just about having a drive and hustle. And I think you have the exact same thing is you're constantly 
trying to better yourself, grow your business. Mm -hmm. Um, in fact, you're doing it. I mean, every time I turn around, there's a new, <laughs> you're, you've rebranded how many local businesses I know shred shred shop. Yeah. yeah. Which, shred shop, elevate health boutique. Yeah. Uh, they're at the shred shop wellness complex on Erie street. Go check them out guys. The art lab I've worked with. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have a couple coming down, but I can't really talk yeah. about yet. Yeah. Legally, oh, but well, just because like, you yeah, know, no, of I, course. I, wanna... I get it. I get it. I get but it. Yeah, it's uh, that's the one thing like coming back to Windsor. I, I, I when I was there I, I, in Toronto, I, I I knew Windsor was evolving. It's yeah. it's changing. Yeah. It, it's slow, but it's yeah. happening. Yeah. And I was like, I can take what I'm doing there. Yeah. And that yeah. per, that big city yeah. kind of, yeah. you know, creative approach yeah. and bring it here yeah. and kind of like, you know, ride the wave of yeah. how yeah. Windsor's evolving and help people my age, our yeah. generation. Yeah with their businesses because there's new business models popping up left and right. They just no. need the right branding and, and design because otherwise so that they can yeah. actually like be yeah. viewed as legitimate. Yeah. No. And you actually were part of, and it reminded me if it was you and me or YQG and me, the project yeah. you let you, but it was again about helping that youth attraction and retention yeah. piece. Maybe give some insight into how that came about. Cause it was a really cool project. So YQG and me was, uh, it, 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 it still exists, but we haven't, we've been kind of on hiatus yeah. just because I've been so busy, crazy yeah. busy, but it started with me and uh, my friend Neil and we, his whole idea was to, you know, how Windsor's millennials need some, some sort of gathering or some mm -hmm. sort of push to kind of mm -hmm. kick Windsor's ass and make yeah. it what yeah. it should be and, yeah. and push it, move it along. And so mm -hmm. it just started as this kind of idea. Mm -hmm. And 2018 was kind of when we really went for it. We did a couple projects mm -hmm. and then, uh, it, they, they were great. And, uh, like I said, it's just been on hiatus just because like I've been just crazy busy. <laughs> Listen, busy is busy oh, is a good thing. It can be I'm a bad happy, thing. But at the yeah. same time, as long as you're moving forward and not backwards, that's an important piece. Absolutely. Um, one of the last few things I want to talk to, to you about is you're actively involved in the LGBTQ plus community locally and actually nationally with the Ontario Chambers um, Association. Correct? Am I the, right? C or, the Canadian yeah, Gay and Lesbian Chamber of Commerce. Perfect. Yeah. So I wanted you to kind of explain more about that. And what are your thoughts on how we can build a more diverse and inclusive tech community, not just here locally, but nationally and globally? So, I mean, like talk about the CGLCC or? Yeah, just talk about being part of that community. Mm -hmm. And again, how do we be, you know, develop a better diverse and inclusion strategies or practice, best practices for uh, the tech communities? So I think... When I applied, so I got into a mentorship program with them about a year ago and I just wrapped it. And um, when I was, when I applied for it, it was kind of, I was like on the fence about where my career was going. I was kind of going through a bit of a crisis, midlife crisis, whatever you want to call it. And uh, when I applied for the program, I was like, this is my last, this is, if I get in, this is the sign that I need to keep going. You know, I was kind of down yeah. on myself and I got into the program and it was this community of LGBT business people who, we're supporting one another. I've been to, and that in itself was, I could, you see this platform where everyone is kind of connecting with one another. Yeah. Everybody is, what do you do? What do you do? What do you do? And it's, how can we all help each other to mm -hmm. grow a more diverse mm -hmm. kind of economy? Yeah. That's not just, you know, the typical, yep. what we, you know. Yep. Uh, we, yeah. We talked about it in the earlier <laughs> podcast about yeah. what traditionally when people think of tech, what they think of, right. Or, or yeah. any industry for that matter. Absolutely. Really. So, and uh, just being in that program and kind of, having access to like driven yeah. queer people like that. Yeah. And it's, I was like, yeah. Hey, we can like, yeah. I, I, like it gave me motivation for myself. Yeah. And like, I don't necessarily identify only as a gay person, but that to see people within my community who are 
interested in something more than just like the stereotype yeah. what you think on yeah. tv like that yeah. to me was like sweet okay yeah. there's like there is a community out there that is yeah. like-minded and that yeah. to me gave me it empowered me yeah. to kind of keep going and pushing that's amazing and uh, i wanted to recognize you because you were the one of the 2019 Young Entrepreneurs of the Year nominees. Yes. Um, as part of <laughs> the Canadian you. LGBTQ plus Chamber of Commerce. So yes. I saw some pictures. You looked dapper. Uh, um, but that's <laughs> a big accomplishment. And, and your voice is so critical in this space. Again, as we look to diversify um, or not diversify, um, to create diversity and inclusion mm -hmm. in the tech ecosystem. So um, as a branding expert, um, something, you know, we've talked about a lot, whether it's on this podcast or. Um, and just conversations with the, the community is the rebranding of Windsor, mm -hmm. right? We, we've we been known as the automo automotive uh, capital of Canada, which again, we have amazing expertise in that. But I'm curious to see as a brand expert, how would you rebrand Windsor and what would that look like? Honestly, I think we need to go, the the approach that we've had up until now, I think is a bit uh, antiquated. It's just, it's it's not who we are today. And going back to the topic that we talked about, about our people in our generation who mm -hmm. are starting new businesses mm -hmm. and new business models. Mm -hmm. And I think we need to showcase that, that there mm -hmm. are young entrepreneurs yep. under 40 who are hustling and who are creating new diverse, uh, like diversity in the local economy yep. through yep. business, through yep. art, through yep. whatever, like yep. whatever they're doing. Yep. And I think we need to showcase that yep. so that people outside of Windsor yep see it as a vibe like we know okay we already know it's affordable to live here of yeah. course and yeah. i mean for yeah. now anyway yeah. yeah and even then, like, that's a question <laughs> debatable but it's you know we're affordable and people from outside of windsor are moving here mm -hmm. which is great yep but we need to showcase that it's not just about affordable living there's yep. more no for happening. sure and they they say sometimes you know or not sometimes most times talent look to the city before they'd look for the job right they yeah. want to be part of a um a culture and, yeah. and i think we're seeing that and i i, I again Maybe I'm biased, but, you know, with what Vincent Georgie's done with the International Film Fest and, mm -hmm. and with some of the new industry coming in here and not to move away from necessarily we have to forget auto. We're looking at the the future of vehicle and how yeah. we be part of that. And like you said, arts and culture. And that's something that you represent very well. And again, the fact that you're building a lot of this stuff and we're seeing murals, mm -hmm. um, I think they're just yeah. a little bit of, you know, they're, we're stepping in the right direction. I think. Honestly, uh, one of the things that I find that we need more of here is um, more, what's the word? Like when we're connected to one another, like all the different pockets, because I find that people kind of stay in their little sections and they don't necessarily like. So we need like, a, like, a, are you like thinking of a space, a meetup or like a, like a leadership group or. I think it's just uh, like going to one another and saying, okay, I'm not, this yeah. isn't my field, yeah. but I know yeah. somebody and being more inclusive yeah. with one another yeah. in the different yeah. sections of yeah. Windsor. Yeah. I don't know. I just, I find that everyone kind yeah. of stays, keeps to themselves. Yeah. Yep. Collaborative. And yeah. Th but like, that's the thing yeah. is collaborative. That's yeah. like my, yeah. my MO. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I think too, though, back to what we talked about in a, in a previous uh, podcast is, you know, density increases a lot of that collaboration, mm -hmm. right? We think oh, yeah. about um, it doesn't have to be a tech innovation center. It can just be like a, one of those places where everyone moves day in, day out. Right. Yeah. And it's like that opportunity for collision. And that's what I love about spaces um, like the accelerator. Oh, yeah. I was just going to um, say. <laughs> no, but and like Detroit has, you know, umpteenth, you know, oh accelerator God, yeah. incubators. And they're, they're so right. important. Um, and like I said, we have a lot of opportunity. I always look back to not looking at our challenges, but what are our opportunities? Mm -hmm. And I think we have this again. Millennials' voices are coming to the table more. There's more millennial businesses. Mm -hmm. um, not to forget everyone else. It's just 
Um, you know, just like anything, businesses evolve, communities yeah. evolve. And I think we're in that evolution stage right now. And uh, um, I guess if the city of Windsor is looking for a, an expert in branding, you know, hey. they can call it to Geo. But <laughs> we have done, I know the, I do like where Canada begins. I think it's a, a great way for us totally. to not look at the end of Canada, but we're the beginning. So I do, again, always give shout outs to the Economic Development Corporation for that. Okay, last question. Um, I participated in um, a Tech Elevate Big Tech Conference in Toronto this past September. The theme was Moonshot as a celebration to the anniversary of landing on the moon. I want to ask you, so beyond 2020, what is your moonshot idea for the YQG tech community? I think it's going back. I kind of answered it already. I think for me, it's that it's the being more collaborative mm. with tech, with art, with, you know, fitness. Like there's so many great people living in the yeah. city who don't necessarily know each other or they know of each other who aren't like, I wish I could set up like one thing that I do with uh, Sawyer from the Shred Shop and yeah. Samantha from the Art yeah. Lab. We have a monthly like get together yeah. where we're all business owners. We've known each other forever but we talk about what's going on and mm -hmm. it allows us to kind of get a sense of yep. what the other is yep. up to yep. outside of yep. business. Yep. And I think we need some, like I would love to host that. I was talking to Sebastian from I love coffee yesterday. About, oh, he's, oh, I know right? he's the best. So he's awesome. Yeah. He's so wonderful. <laughs> he literally hooked me up with a meeting tomorrow in <laughs> yeah. Toronto. It's yeah. amazing. He's awesome. Not, but that's what I'm talking yeah. about where it's yeah. that he's like, I just met you, but yeah. I know yeah. you could do this for me here. And I know somebody who yeah. you need to meet. And that it's that versus it being yeah. like, it's so true. You're a threat. Like no yeah. one's a threat. Like no. we're all. We need to get away from that. And I laugh because Sebastian, when he came to the office and dropped off some coffee, I'd never met him. He's awesome. Connected through uh, through Instagram, and I literally I think we chatted for about an hour and plus oh, yeah. over lunch. It was just such a great conversation. Such an amazing. He's real. An amazing man, and I couldn't agree more with again, um, just getting a bunch of people together. And I think a lot of that can be done. Um, personally, again, like actually in person, mm -hmm. a lot can happen on social media with connecting the dots. And a lot of that is telling more stories. Yeah. Let's show people, tell people what we're up to so that other people can say, oh, when they hear I need something about branding, let me see what geo. Mm -hmm. Right. And I, I just think a lot of it is storytelling and, and that I always call it Richard Branson, this ABCD, always be connecting the dots. And the more we can connect the dots and collaborate, I think the stronger the city will be. So. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. There's a lot of resources here. And when yeah. I say resources, I mean like people. <laughs> we have amazing people, companies. You are one of them. Gio, I want to thank you and congratulate you on your Thanks. many current and past accolades <laughs> and then congratulate you futuristically on all your many more accolades to come. I look forward to being, again, following you and, and again, shouting you out to the world about what you've been able to do Thanks, um, and uh, bring me on vacation wherever you go next. So, <laughs> so thank you for joining us today on Tech in the City. That is another episode of Tech in the City. Uh, we are now on Apple Podcast as well as Spotify. So we'll see you soon.